Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I just want to read you something. I, uh, this, this was my this was my look ahead to the weekend programming. And I wrote this on Saturday. When was that? Yesterday. Early, like really early, like really, really early. Will the U.S. federal government shut down at 12.01 a.m. Monday as hardline Republicans in the U.S. House rejected a bill proposed by their leader to temporarily fund the government? What would that mean to the United States, to Americans, counting on their government for salaries and pension support? And what would it mean to the U.S. internationally? Would America quickly go into default as far as its national debt is concerned? What would it mean to this country? Well, of course, it didn't happen. Because they managed, they being the uh, Republicans and the Democrats, kind of a weird alliance that happened with Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the uh, of the House, dropping demands for steep spending cuts, and then relying on the Democrats to vote for his passage uh, to send the package to the Senate. My head's spinning. I'm trying to equate it well to Canada. We kind of like. It would be like Pierre Polyev, the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, relying on a group of liberal MPs to side with him against Trudeau. Now your head's spinning. But they've only managed to do this for six weeks. And, and the United States can't do this forever. Megan Vasquez is a politics-breaking news reporter with the Washington Post. And she joins us. Ms. Vasquez, uh, is your head spinning? Yeah, it was a bit of a plot twist yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, a plot twist. Yeah, so the, so they have it for six weeks. I've tried to explain it. Could you explain it to to all of us in Canada? What what happened? Right. So with just a few hours to spare yesterday, um, until the federal government was expected to shut down, um, the house passed. Um, a what is called a continuing resolution, essentially funding the government for 45 days that went to the Senate and was approved. Um, this was held up uh, by uh, House Republicans and Kevin McCarthy, the Republican Speaker of the House, was tasked with trying to get enough people on board to pass something that was going to uh make it all the way to the president's desk. And ultimately what happened, as you explained, um, is that Democrats had to get on board. And what that meant was uh, putting together something that uh, continued with funding, existing funding levels, despite the opposition of several within his own party. Um, that said, what was passed uh, does not include aid to, aid to Ukraine, um, further future assistance. Um, this doesn't mean that Ukraine aid is not going to be available uh, from the U.S. for the for the uh, immediate future, but it's something that's been uh, going to have its own battle. 
And that's been brewing for a while, hasn't it? It has. And um, the passage of all of this sort of calls into question um, just how much support for Ukraine aid there is amongst both parties that they're willing to pass something just to keep the government open, even though it doesn't include this aid. Mm. So something important, magical, specific about the 45-day agreement, the 45-day period? <laughs> I don't know if I would say magical, but it does it does set up a... Uh, a future battle, um, basically, to do all of this all over again right around Thanksgiving. So we're going to be likely um, expecting to be in a similar pattern that we've seen before um, this year and that we saw uh, just this past weekend, possibly. Uh, yeah. I mean, we have our share of weird politics in this country, but it's hard for us to understand how, how a vote would go that would you know, continue the, the funding of the government for a 45-day period, particularly the most powerful nation in the world. What would it have meant? And I understand that three or four million members of the U.S. military would have had, it would have been challenged to get, get them paid if the government shut down. But in, in, in broad strokes, what would it have meant to Americans? What would it have meant to, you know, every American? Uh, what would you have faced? Right. Right. So a lot of this happens in phases. Um, but... Some of it means that federal workers, not just um, military, so we're talking about a, a huge millions of, of individuals' workforce, uh, does not get does not get paid while the government is shut down. And alongside that, you have millions of uh, individuals who work as part of the federal contracting. Who, if if there was a government shutdown, they might not even see a cent. Uh, so instead of a furlough, for example, where you'd get that money back paid. You just you might not get paid at all. Um, then you're looking at differences in terms of the uh, the uh, different services that the government um, uses uses or that Americans use, excuse me, on a on a daily basis that uh, could shutter or not be available. Uh, one of my favorite examples is uh, the D.C. Marriage Bureau. It's a small example, but uh, it has uh, been relevant in my life recently, <laughs> and. Um, that would have been shuttered uh, during a government shutdown, for example. And if you wanted to get married in uh, the District of Columbia, you were uh, out of luck if there was a if, if you were uh, trying to get a license during the government shutdown. Yeah, that's brutal. So it's up and down, it's up and down the range of different things that uh, would be impacting Americans' lives um, in terms of uh, you know just the uh, the day to day. Yep. Do I take it you just recently got married? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really skilled at deductive reasoning. It's one of my great powers. <laughs> Congratulations to you. I wish you all the best, you and your and your significant other, your spouse. I wish you both the very best. What are you going to be looking for now? So we've got a six-week six agreement right. to keep the government of the United States from toppling over. Um is there, is there any sort of uh, camaraderie, I love the word, that has just been developed between the Democrats and the Republicans? Do they now have some solid ground to work forward from, or are they as antagonistic toward each other as ever? And you'll be out there just waiting for the stories, chasing the story, looking for the breaks in the story over the next six weeks. Well, it seems as though... There was a moment where, hey, let's join together and let's get this done. But, I mean, timing timing is everything, right? You mm -hmm. have the pressure of a deadline you're facing or, or else government shuts down. I will say on the Republican side, um, there's another 
storm brewing, which is that Kevin McCarthy, who faced 15 votes and couldn't get enough vote, couldn't get enough votes from his party to become speaker until the 15th round of voting. He now faces a lack of confidence um, within some of the hard right members of his own party um, in the House. And how that has now manifested after the passage of this uh, of this continued resolution last night is that Matt Gates, a congressman out of Florida, uh, who has long opposed McCarthy's speakership, is planning to um, put forth a vote for his ouster. Um, and that will be uh, something to watch. Because so the- that could set forth another, you know, chain of events when it comes to the negotiations negotiations for these budgets. So the old Roman senators, I'm thinking out of the Ides of March, the old Roman senators had nothing on these guys. It's, uh... I don't want you to comment on that. Single, it's not fair. Every single day, it's a new, uh... It's a new thing, new story to write. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.